great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years. To be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows. And I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good morning. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. Boy, do we have a lot to get to this morning. And of course, we are taking your telephone calls 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. So Ukraine, as I mentioned last night, bodies are in the streets like animals. That's how bad it is. People shot in the head with their hands tied behind their back. And President Zelensky of Ukraine will speak today before the U.N. Security Council for the first time. It seems that whenever President Zelensky speaks, the support for Ukraine becomes stronger from governments around the world. And so hopefully that's what will happen as he speaks before the U.N. Security Council for the first time this morning. So... I'm sick to my stomach of having to keep mentioning crime, the dead victims in our area. But I feel I owe them that much to be an advocate for them, to be a voice for the voiceless. And again, uh, coming out of the Throgs Neck houses in the Bronx, When I went to college, that's why I majored in journalism, undergrad and grad at Syracuse University, to be a voice for the voiceless. So I arrive uh, tonight at the studio, and one of the letters uh, that was here for me, I want to read a little bit of it. It's from uh, Ernie Camacho from the Bronx. And uh, Mr. Camacho says, and I I just saw this letter a short time ago, and he says, "I've I've desired to write to you for the longest time, but after listening to you this evening and hearing the pain in your voice, I decided to sit down and wait no longer. I believe we're around the same age, and as we look back growing up in the South Bronx during the 70s, remembering how people used to say how bad it was back then, and yet everything pales in comparison to what's happening today. Many sincere individuals around the world, like yourself, are hurt and fed up with the insanity they see around them. Many have lost hope. Many more are enraged at the injustices that are strangling humanity. And to your point, many more feel like throwing in the towel out of pure discouragement. That's part of a um, a three-page letter that I received uh, here at the studio tonight from Ernie Camacho of the Bronx. And basically, Mr. Camacho that sums up uh, where where my my head is. Number of stories that we have to get to. Please come forward. So I mentioned Ukraine. That's the mother of the slain twelve year old minding his business, shot in the head with in 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 Brooklyn. Uh, the adult niece or the aunt who may have been a cousin it may have been that was with them she was shot six times and apparently they were caught in the middle of gunfire literally tonight and my old stomping ground in the bronx a 61 year old woman was killed tonight after being caught in the crossfire of a dispute 
between four men in the Bronx. The woman was walking alone by a deli on East 188th Street, literally one of the blocks that I used to uh, live on, but near Creston Avenue when gunfire erupted down the block just after 7 p.m. So literally just a few hours ago, and three men were arguing with another man, according to police, when a member of the group opened fire and the stray bullet missed the gunman's uh, intended target and struck the woman in the back. They fled in a vehicle on the Grand Concourse. When I was a little boy in the Bronx, I still remember the parades that I used to um, get the opportunity to march in as a cadet, a cadet uh, at the Kingsbridge Armory. And there would be parades for kids in the community like myself. And so I was part of the Navy cadet. So it's like a youth corps um, and I was a medic. And so I had to take the Red Red Cross uh, first aid course and so on. And it kept me out of trouble. But that same grand concourse, this is the where the vehicle got away uh, tonight. Next story. And I see all of your telephone calls, folks. We're going to get to them. Boy, Mayor Adams has made a uh, big mistake on this one. And you might as well cut the check now for a settlement. You might as well just get it out the way and settle right now because, Mr. Mayor, it sounds like your ego is starting to get out of control. An angry mom who confronted Mayor Adams on the toddler mask mandate just an hour after confronting the mayor at his news conference has been fired from her city job. Her name is Danella Jampel, a mother of three who had been out on maternity leave, and she was fired from her job literally at the city's law department after crashing the mayor's uh, news conference. So we're talking about a lawyer here. And on her uh, Twitter, she says uh, tonight, that she will not negotiate in the press is that she has retained counsel. So that should tell you all you need to know uh, right then and there. We're going to get to that in just a second. Another um, bad mark for Black Lives Matter, if you will, use $6 million, according to a report today in New York Magazine, $6 million to buy a Southern California home using donation cash. This is according to New York Magazine. Black Lives Matter. And they do. But I I am being a little sarcastic here to point out that the American people were conned from coast to coast. Here's what I mean, folks. Most people, some people that were out there protesting were out there for injustices. But the leadership was about getting paid. That's what this was all about, lining the pockets. Night after night when I talk about crime, when I talk about crime, one of the reasons why it's happening is because no one's teaching the kids anything And money that should be going to the children to help the children go is going to purchase uh, mansions in Southern California. And just a second, we're going to your telephone call, but I want you to listen folks to the upset mother of the 12 year old. His name is Cade Lewin, no longer with us issuing a heartbreaking plea. Earlier today, after meeting with the mayor for his killers to be caught, this young man was caught in crossfire of of guns and shot in the head. This happened last week. He was in a vehicle with his cousin. And thank God, uh, uh, another another child, an eight-year-old, 
uh, in the car was not hit by the volley of bullets. But I want you to listen to the pain in this mother's voice. I'm standing here today, and I should not be standing here today. But I just want uh, the neighborhoods uh, to know this violent, uh, this gun action, it must be stopped. It is way too much of our people are being targeted, and way too much innocent people are being killed. My nephew, he's gone. No more to return in this world. My daughter laid up in the hospital, blaming herself. Why should she blame herself? It was in my neighborhood. I pay taxes. If you see something, say something. This must be stopped. It could be anyone, family. Who else it's going to be? I didn't know it would have been my family. Nobody know who is going to be next. All I'm just saying that if you see something, say something. Instead of coming out with the phones and recording and videoing and taking pictures, call the police. Call the police. Dominic, why do you focus on crime so much? Why do you talk about crime? That's why. That's why. That's why. Because I can see something that some of you, our listeners, don't see. Because you don't want to see the reality. You want to pretend like everything's okay and continue with this wokeness. But who are the people dying in the streets? And the mayor, I want you to listen to what he had to say. This was before his boneheaded move later in the day, which I'll get to in just a second. Whose child is next? Whose child is next? These could have been Jordan sneakers. My son. Whose child is next? This story just strikes at the heart of the trauma in our city and in our country. This amazing young girl was just taking care of her young family members, treating them to food, just having them out, enjoying the day, the night pulled over just to watch a movie and to eat the food. And that instant, lost them. Lost Kay. Whose child is next? And that is the uh, question, whose child is next? So we're going to get to the fired lawyer who confronted the mayor. Now, did she do the right thing, sneaking into his news conference? Absolutely not. Uh, those of us that are credentialed reporters, we have to go through uh, a, a, a background check. We have to, um, we're all registered with the police department of New York City. Uh, it's a process. And so apparently this mom snuck into the mayor's news conference and um, and interrupted him. So I, I promise we're going to get to your phone calls, but we might as well deal with that now. Now, uh, Danella J- uh, Jampel is her name, a mother of three who was out on maternity leave, and you can bet on it she's suing because after interrupting the mayor, she was fired from the city law department an hour later. First listen to Mayor Adams. He was at a news conference on another issue as it relates to the uh, gay community in Florida when she interrupted him. Hi, Mr. Mayor. Three weeks ago, you told parents to trust you, that you would unmask our toddlers. Ten days ago, you stood right here and you said that the the masks would come off on April 4th. That has not happened. You reneged on your promise. And not only did you renege on your promise, you had your lawyers race to court on Friday night to overturn a state court. No, 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 no. Let her, let her finish because you let her start. Go ahead and finish, ma'am. Okay. But you got to come to a conclusion. Can't do it. Okay. Get, come to a conclusion and turn on your phone so you can get my answer correctly, but come to a conclusion. Okay. Okay. So that's, that's part of it. And wait till I tell you part B, but listen to how this continued. How are you back there? March 17th, that mm-hmm. you would trust me, I will unask your toddlers, 
You had your lawyers race to court on Friday night, arguing that there would be irreparable harm if children under five were allowed to take off their masks today, along with their older siblings in school. So my questions are, what is the irreparable harm to children aged two to four taking off their masks, just as they do in Long Island, just as they do in Westchester? When will you, and when will you unmask our toddlers? So an hour later, after, if you will, ambushing the mayor, she was fired. And the law department admits that she was fired, in part claiming because she misrepresented herself. You might as well cut the settlement check now. A mother out on maternity leave fighting for her child and her great crime is interrupting the mayor? And you fire her? The city law department also says that they were going to fire her prior to this incident. Good luck with that. We'll see how that works out in court. On top of it, the Adams administration, (laughs) it's been revealed uh, a, a conversation that was recorded of the mayor where he calls it discipline of message. Every single communication from a city agency down to notices about flowers must be approved by City Hall. Now, other mayors want to control the message. So that's nothing new. But this is taking it all. And I know folks having done this for 35 years, this is taking it to a whole new level. It's heavy-handed. And the mayor says it's being done to counter the gotcha press corps. Mr. Mayor, you think you're the first mayor that feels that the press corps has a got you, uh, a gotcha. Um, that's, that's what we do to every mayor. So these are the times that we live in. Let's uh, start with the telephone calls. Uh, let's start with the subject of uh, Ukraine. I'll get to Black Lives Matter in the $6 million house in just a minute or so. Let's uh, start. And coming up later on, um, uh, Carter Cares, I'll tell you about a story that's that's weighing heavy on my heart this morning. Let's start with John on Ukraine in Brooklyn. Good morning, John. What's on your mind? Dominic, uh, I, 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 this is more or less... Uh, Repeating what I've said to you before, but also I had uh, addressed this with. Uh, okay, so John, right. do me a favor and just go ahead because I have a lot of calls, so I don't have time okay. to. So go ahead. We need to help Zelensky and the Ukrainians win the war. Okay, but isn't that easier said than done, John? I mean, the U.S. It's, are, are, it's not easier said than done. We're, we're holding back on giving them what they've asked for in terms of military supplies. If if we allow them to win the war as soon as possible, that will also help in terms of lessening civilian casualties. Okay, John, but but what happens if it if if you provide the airplanes, one of them is shot down, and now the U.S. is pulled into this situation? As the These president has indicated, twenty nine jets. These mm-hmm. are not our, our our airplanes, and and the Ukrainians can fly them. Okay. So, well. Well, the Biden administration, and I'm not saying that I put, I thank you for the call, John. I'm not saying that I put my credibility in the Biden administration because Lord knows the president with all of his uh, verbal slips. Um, But, you know, I greatly feel that we should help the people of Ukraine as much as humanly possible without the U.S. being pulled into this situation. Let's go to uh, Larry in Brooklyn. Good morning, Larry. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, you want to hear about Ukraine? Okay. Um, first of all, look, people are likening Putin to Hitler and uh, Stalin. And uh, he is, uh, you know, ethically and humanely, he is likened to those characters. However, this man is highly educated. And it, it, he graduated law school. He also made a dissertation about strategic uh, land sources. Hey, Larry, I hear you. I hear you. Larry, I hear you. But what does that have to do with anything? I'll tell you what it has to do. Because 
because Biden is cowering in fear, thinking that this man is irrational. He's not irrational. He's just smart as a fox. He's okay. highly educated. He okay. will not press nuclear buttons because we re, because we arm Ukraine in the face of genocide. This genocide was 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 committed by his generals in retreat as revenge for the losses that they suffered. Okay, this is not such an aberrational occurrence. So if we rearm Ukraine to prevent this from happening, we should have prevented it from happening to begin with. But look, I'm trying to bring the point of there's nobody home in the Biden administration. The entire crew is inept and cowardly. Nobody wants to be the person to say, do give the arms, and then, and then, and then there'll be an escalation. Everybody is cowering in fear. This administration is pathetic. We got to get rid of this administration because they're enabling genocide. They are enablers to genocide. Uh, Larry, good point. My response to that is real simple. Get out and vote. It's that simple, folks. I say it night after night. I will continue to say it. Elections have consequences. Get out and vote. Let's go to Jay. Jay is calling from New Jersey this morning. Good morning, Jay, and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Yeah, hello. Hi, Jay. Go right uh, ahead, please. Yeah, about Ukraine. Uh, do you do you think that Putin's do you think that Putin's well? They say that he's not. You know. Um, I I don't I don't know, Jay. I thank you for the call. I I don't know the answer to that, and I don't think that. Uh, that there's anyone that can accurately answer that question. But at the end of the day, I almost want to say, who cares what, what he's doing amounts to committing war crimes and innocent people are being slaughtered every day, every day. And so you have to commend uh, president Zelensky for fighting the good fight and continuing to fight the good fight. But, this this has to come to it has to come to 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 an end to uh, Jacqueline in Brooklyn and then I've got to take a break. Uh, good morning, Jacqueline. You're on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Thank you. Uh, a couple of points regarding um, Mr. Adams, but before that, as you had mentioned, the young child, a twelve year old straight A student whose mother did everything right to raise him well, and his only mistake was being in the wrong place at the wrong time. Now he's no longer here. And I I shouldn't have to point this out, but it's an African-American child, and it seems to be that uh, the people in poor communities are always the ones that are paying the price. His cousin is also in the hospital. Yes, she is. Also, you mentioned the 61-year-old woman that was murdered in the Bronx. Yes, With tonight. her bag of groceries. Two she had just finished shopping. shopping right, not last week. Was, not last week, Jacqueline. Tonight. Just hours ago. Yes, yes, I saw it on the news. And I have a question, Dominic. Do you think that Mr. Adams could spend the money that he's going to spend on billboards in Florida to try to bring people back to New York City when we have so many other issues to deal with? Well, one, uh, according to the city, that money was uh, for the billboards was donated. So the city is not spending uh, any money for that. And I mean, I get it. These cute little jabs uh, at the uh, at the governor of Florida that will get you national headlines. And the mayor was on Face the Nation Sunday morning. But Mr. Mayor and to the mayor of Chicago, People are dying and people and children that look like you, Mr. Mayor, period, period. And and Jacqueline, you're, you're right. This mother did everything right by the book to raise her child. His only crime, if you will, was sitting in a car with his relatives eating food when they got caught in the middle of gunfire. And so it's great that the mayor shows up 
And thank you for the call, Jacqueline. It's great that the mayor shows up for the uh, news conferences and so on, it, you know, showing that he cares. It's certainly an Im- improvement from his predecessor, uh, de Blasio, who didn't care about a damn thing. But, Mr. Mayor, the, the, the photo ops, it's, it's enough with the photo ops. It, it really is enough. Crack down. Get these animals off the street. It's as simple as that. You have the greatest police force in the world. You cannot, Mr. Mayor, listen to the critics that want to handcuff the police. Tell your police commissioner that she's got to do what they've got to do and crack down. I I get it that Adam's hands are tied with, with Albany. I understand. But people are dying. Do you think the 61-year-old woman and my old stomping grounds of the Bronx, when she went to the store tonight, do you think she thought that she was going to die like a dog? Do you think she thought that for for a few gangbangers, a few gangbangers that have no respect? They wouldn't even respect their own mother. Let's be honest about it. That's why you got to take these animals off the street. It's as simple as that. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Coming up at 1 a.m., Frank Marano, the other side of midnight. I see all of your telephone calls on all the uh, topics from the woman who was fired for confronting the mayor to crime to Ukraine. We will deal with it when we come back. You were looking for me. Hello. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm Council Member Mercedes Narcisse. But before that, a nurse. I remember working in Elmer's Hospital ER. I said, nobody gonna die on my shift. But unfortunately, I don't have no control of this. I'm tired. Enough is enough. I don't even know what to say anymore to a parent because I'm a mom of four. That's the uh, council member from District uh, 46 in Brooklyn speaking at the uh, news conference this afternoon with the mayor, police commissioner, the family members of the 12-year-old uh, boy caught in the middle of cross, a gun gunfire, crossfire, shot in the head, killed uh, uh, his other relatives. She's in the hospital as we speak, shot six times, uh, a third person in the vehicle, an eight-year-old, uh, miraculous, miraculously um, was not wounded. So that family is planning a a uh, funeral as we speak. The woman in the Bronx, 61 years old, dead. The video I was talking about earlier tonight, uh, leading up to the show, three teenagers, teenagers, they appear to be female from what I could see in the NYPD video. The 70-plus-year-old woman, trying to go into her apartment building, the Pelham Bay section of the Bronx. Good neighborhood. I love Pelham Bay. She tried to close the door behind herself. Didn't work. They pull her hair, grab her purse, a woman in her 70s, spinning her around. They're having fun until the elderly woman falls. And you know what happens when senior citizens fall. She has a broken hip now. She may not recover because they wanted her purse with a couple of dollars inside of it. Let's go to uh, Phil in the Bronx. Good morning, Phil. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dominic. Uh, this uh, this whole thing with crime in New York, you know, there's a very simple solution. Texas passed a uh, carry, open carry permit this system where if you're a law-abiding person, you could withstand a criminal background check and you could fill out an application, you get to carry a gun, okay? What, what has to happen is people have to be able to physically defend themselves. 
New York City is a strange city because you cannot legitimately carry any large container of pepper spray around. It's illegal. I don't right. know if you're aware of that. Right. I am aware. Now, now, my point is, you've got two guys who are intent on mugging you. You could have sprayed them with pepper spray. You could have pulled out a gun. And I think you would have, you would have beat the battle. Okay, maybe nobody would have got shot. They would have freaked out when they saw the gun. But the point is, what in God's name is the governor of this state, Kathy Holcomb, and this guy, uh, Eric Adams, who's a farce, a walking farce, uh, no disrespect to his ethnic background, but he's, he's, he's a complete sideshow side joke. We, he is allowing innocent people, elderly, young, and helpless people and their families to be victimized to the point where people are leaving New York City in record numbers. He's busy in Florida putting up billboards, as you say, encouraging people, come on back. You don't need to live down here. Nobody's going to ever come back. I, I thank God, I thank God that there are people out there who have the nerve to go up to this mayor and, and put their two cents in and start talking about the important issues. They have to break into a conference fine. But damn it, we, the citizens, need to protect ourselves. And here in the Bronx, you've got a lot of people, old and young, they're arming themselves. They're afraid. You've got them walking around with butcher knives. You've got them walking around with bats, pieces of pipe. I'm telling you, war is going to break out, and the cops are going to have their hands full. Right. I, I hear you, Phil, and I thank you uh, for the call. Um, so you 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 referenced the uh, mother over the mask mandate for kids under five, and she um, apparently uh, lied her way into the mayor's uh, news conference, um, saying that she's a journalist. Um, the city might as well cut the settlement check now because they're going to have to settle with her for easy a million plus. You might as well just go ahead and settle rather than going to discovery and all that stuff. And, you know, just a waste of time. But I do want to say this though, and fair and, and, and fairness to the mayor, right? I'm going to be honest with you folks. If, if I were the mayor, I would be upset because it's a security matter that this woman was able to get into city hall and fake herself as a journalist. There's no faking that folks. As I said at the top of the show, our press credentials are issued by the police department of New York city. And we, we are supposed to wear them around our neck, almost the way a detective wears their badge uh, at any uh, media-related event that we are at. And so if you are covering the May conference, because it is a security risk that she was able to get in and get that close to the mayor of New York City. But, again, folks, the, the, the mayor and his team overreacted. And, um, I, I you know, I'm, I'm starting to sense I've been doing this a long time that um that the mayor I'm trying to choose my words carefully that a lot of this is ego driven and if that's the case Mr. Mayor you are in for a rude awakening let's go to Norman in Brooklyn good morning Norman you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC Dominic. hi good morning Hi, um, this mayor should not be upset that somebody comes into his uh, one of his press conferences there and lies. Um, this mayor has lied uh, before when he was a borough president to become a mayor. OK, so, all right. So wait a minute. Uh, wait, 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 Norman. So wait, I'm going to give you your say. Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to give you your say. OK, but I want you to deal okay. first with the security matter. OK. Okay. Um, you you said that I ba- I basically heard you say that it's not an issue that she lied to get in. I mean, how could you say that? It is an issue. No, no. Okay, okay. Here's the thing. Uh, th- this happened today. Yes. Okay. Today, um, the New York Freedom Rally, my group, had a had a protest in front of City Hall. We had about 500 people there, 400 something like that, and we had a and it was it was basically it was a fully press covered event. 
Okay. I don't know if this per- I don't know if this person was a member of our group, but it is possible. Um, I, I, I can say I can say the following. This mayor has promised an interview, um, has promised to talk groups, uh, anti anti vaccine, anti mandate groups from before his uh, before he was mayor. OK, he promised uh, the leader, one of the leaders of my group, Joe Rose, he promised her uh, and I've seen the emails back and forth that he would meet with her. Um, he has declined saying he's scared that he's not going to meet with a group of of uh, unvaccinated people because, uh, uh, OK, so she said, OK, fine, let's do the Zoom thing. He refuses. OK, then he goes on Rita's show, Rita Cosby's show a couple of weeks ago. And Rita goes, uh, would you meet with anybody talking about him meeting with Giuliani? And he says, oh, I'll meet with anybody. I Look, I even meet with the vaccine mandate groups, which he has not. Right. Okay. okay, but 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 wait, he didn't meet with your group, and I understand that you're frustrated about that. But he has met with with some. But the the point I'm making, Norman, and I and I believe you're you're making a counterpoint, is that listen, it was a bonehead move by the administration uh, today to fire this woman. But at the same time, there is a security risk on the mayor of New York's life if a woman pretends to be a journalist when we have to be credentialed and she lied her way into the news conference. That, okay. you, you, that's okay. not an issue. Do, 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 you go, do you go through, let me ask you, do you go through, when you're going to meet the mayor, do you go through some sort of a frisking procedure? Of course, of course we okay, do. So of course we do. Her, and they saw she had no weapons, so she was not a threat anymore. Listen, he's got a million cops around him with guns. Uh, no, no, it's not. It's not. Trained. It's not a million. I won't say the exact amount because okay, I, I don't okay, want to reveal. Okay, she, she was, she was frisked. Okay, she was not a security. No, 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 risk. no, no. Okay. okay, hey Norman, Norman, I, I appreciate okay. your call and and I thank you. You're welcome, um, um, thank um, you. And it's always a pleasure to chat with you, Norman. When I when I say frisk, no, you're you're not frisk. When you go, I haven't been down to city hall in a little while. But when you go down, uh, there are metal detectors uh, that, that on either side. That you have to go through, which, of course, uh, if you had a weapon, um, it because remember, a city council member was actually killed inside New York City Hall many, many years ago. So security is a real issue. The, the mayor, his administration, I don't know if he's the one that made this call, but it is downright dumb to fire a mother who's on maternity leave, who works for your law department department because you're upset that she embarrassed you at a news conference and you fire her an hour later. It one, it points to, to, to a bad policy in terms of uh, how far your ego driven with this. I've got to take a break, but first let's see what our friend Jennifer up in Boston has to say. Good morning, Jennifer. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Um, briefly, um, uh, two things. Um, the first off, the woman that you know infiltrated, so to speak, the press conference. Um, well, are, isn't there something called a citizen journalist? And is it a crime to misrepresent yourself? Yeah, um, yeah yes, it, it it it. Well, it is a crime because again, Jennifer, we are members that that cover City Hall. We are fully credentialed by the police department of New York City, and it's a press pass. Um, just like press plates uh, that permit me to park in certain areas uh, in the public because of of the news gathering uh, capacity. So, so, so yes, it it is a crime. Um, and if the police decided to act on it, she could have been arrested. Well, to me, I, I think it's rich. To me, it's CYA. Who let her in? It's not, it's as much mm-hmm. someone else's fault. There's a security breach right there. Mm-hmm. Agree. Agree. If she can't get access and she can't get her message up, because like Norman says, he's not meeting with people. Uh, I mean, believe me, we're going through the same thing here with Mayor Wu in Boston. They're holier than thou, you know, um, rules for thee and not for me. It's really a troubling time and people are fed up. And if I had little kids at home and I was in her position, I'd feel the same. I feel uh, you don't. I I pay taxes. You don't. You're not going to speak to me. And yet. He goes out there. He's a showboater, from what I can see. He's he's a lot about him. 
And, um, I, and again, Mayor Wu, very much the same. And to me, it's sad because you look at what's happening. That poor boy that passed from that horrific murder. Yes. You talked about it the other night, and I, I addressed it briefly with you. Yes. And, and I also want to know, it seems to me that when those young monsters, I'll call them, killed Tessa Majors, which you've talked about several times, mm-hmm. it seems like there was more people advocating for them and rallying behind them than they are for this poor young man. This beautiful young man who did mm-hmm. everything right and was truly loved, and his life did matter. So where's the outrage? And right now in, in uh, California, and, and again, we could say that every weekend in, in Chicago, and, and what happened in Sacramento, I was told, I saw the pictures of those who passed. They were all 21 to their early 30s. One woman, I think, was 51. I don't know about those that, that, that were injured, but they were all people of color. And yet I, from what I consider, was also a person of color. So you get very little about that. Otherwise, hey, it would have been a, another hey, white man with a gun. But there's no outrage about it, Dom. Hey, and I go Jennifer, but, 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 but I'm not supposed to talk about black-on-black black crime. I, 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 have, I, I have a few listeners that they, they become incensed when I talk about black-on-black black crime. So I'm just supposed to pretend that, yeah. um, you know, the reality, you know, at at yeah. what point, at what, you know, and I, hey, Jennifer, I thank you for the call. Yeah. So, yeah. so folks, uh, Miami, right? Miami Beach, beautiful, right? They enact curfews, right? Mostly kids of color going down at that point uh, for spring break. And you don't understand why they're enacting these curfews. Look at Sacramento. Look, 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 just look at what happened. And we've got to change this. I have a responsibility to change it. And frankly, every man of color, every person within the sound of my voice has a responsibility to change it. Something has to give. Look at the world that we live in today. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. More of your telephone calls. I see all the calls. We're going to try and get to as many as possible. When we come back, uh, Carter Cares. And coming up at the top of the hour, Frank Morano. I'll be right back. WABC. Highlighting stories that hit close to home, from your borough to your dinner table. This is Carter Cares. Folks, I remember when my grandmother, who raised me, uh, didn't have much money. And by the middle of each month, reduced to eating bologna every day and chicken backs. There's nothing wrong with bologna or chicken backs, but for me, they are a scar of uh, my upbringing. So you will never, ever, ever see me eat bologna. And that brings me to people that are struggling to put food on the table. I'm with you in spirit the recent inflation, the rising costs at the supermarket. I'm with you. It's not easy. And you've got to find a way how to make ends meet when the budget is not going to cover it. And things are not expected to get better anytime soon. Our owner-operator, John Katsimatidis, appeared on Fox News just recently discussing the soaring cost of food, and Mr. Katsimatidis doesn't see anything getting better anytime soon as well. They will continue to rise over the next 30, 60, 90 days, uh, and um, and there's no choices. I mean... uh, I would say in the next 30 to 45 days, you'll see food prices up another 10%. So you say to yourself, 10% food prices going up. But if you're barely able to get by right now, 10% can be make or break. And I, I just feel with people, feel for people, excuse me, dealing with the issue of food insecurity. It's real. And, um, 
We have to all be there for for each uh, each other. In a second, I'm going to bring in Frank Morano to the uh, discussion. Let me go to Frank on Long Island. Good morning, Frank. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dom. You're the most decent guy on the radio. Well, thank you. That's very kind of you to say. That's true. I just want to say two uh, two very quick things. The woman, a mother, the lawyer, she was fired. How many people in his security detail were fired? That's what I want to know. Second thing, the people, those those people that work for the city, whether they're nurses, uh, firemen that were fired, to show you how corrupt these politicians are in New York and how down and dirty they they are. Not only they weren't satisfied with firing them, they denied them their unemployment. After all these people did for us during the height of the pandemic, when thousands of people were dying a week, it wasn't good enough to fire them. They had to stop their unemployment, too, so they could really suffer. That's all I want to say. Thanks, Frank. Tom. Thank you for the call. That That is that is horrible. And so I'm looking here and uh, Mayor Adams uh He's starting to get an earful. He was yelled at by parents and activists when he showed up at the uh, Barrymore Theater in New York City, uh, and they were yelling some profanity at the mayor, unmask our toddlers. So that issue is not going away. I want to bring in my colleague, Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning, Dominic. What's going on? So we'll go back to the telephone calls in a second. I don't understand why the city would fire this uh, lawyer from the law department. Oh, I mean, you talk about a monumentous mistake. Uh, this is it. And uh, I, ultimately, the big losers here are going to be the taxpayers because, you know, Absolutely. she's going to sue and she's going to get a very generous settlement Absolutely. to settle with everybody. Right. Of course, they're going to settle right. with this lady. Right. Absolutely. What do you have coming up this morning? All right. Well, we're going to follow up on the Ukraine situation. Uh, Max Blumenthal, who is a progressive journalist, but who's been very critical of uh, a lot of the rah-rah Zelensky media coverage about the war in Ukraine, is going to be joining me. We're going to get an update on these uh, these latest uh, reporting uh, this latest reporting out of Buka with the civilian deaths. Find out what the story is there. We're going to be following up on some of the stories you've been covering with respect to Eric Adams. And, you know, one of the fascinating mysteries over 80 years is the disappearance of one of the most successful recording artists of all time. Glenn Miller, who had more number one hits than Elvis Presley, more hits in the top 10 than the Beatles, disappeared in his early 40s. And we've been trying to get to the bottom of what happened. We have a Glenn Miller expert coming on to analyze precisely what happened with Glenn Miller. And uh, we'll go through some of the mail that people have sent in. We have mail from, among other places, as you can see, uh, correctional institutions. So we have a, a wide variety of uh, of mail that we're going to cover uh, in the next couple hours. You know, I was fascinated uh, driving home by your conversation last night regarding uh, depression and, and women and whether or not medicated, whether or not it's a new issue. Yeah, well, what's and- your take on that? And if people don't know the story, I, I basically, even before the pandemic, the latest numbers show that one in every four women over the age of 60 are on antidepressants, which is a pretty alarming number. So it has some folks wondering, is this a case of overprescribing or is there just a problem with pandemic depression among middle-aged and older women? Both. Both. I, I think that doctors uh, have a tendency to over overprescribe, but COVID has been tough on all of us. Mm. And so, but, I, but it was a fascinating uh, discussion. Thank so. you. Thank you very much. You know, I, I never thought I'd be interested in such a type you know of topic. We try to we try to go against the grain, no yes, matter what yes, it is. Yes, yes. And so I got in trouble with Curtis for oh, this boy. with you because he he doesn't like that I let you select some of the phone calls. <laughs> so so I don't know if I should let you select the next call. I don't want to get Frank. you in trouble. Go ahead. All right. Well, how about uh, how about uh, Karen in Rockland County? Good morning, Karen. You're talking to Frank and Dominic. Uh, just two things. Eric Adams is worrying about his security. 
What about the security of all the uh, the rest of the New Yorkers? And number two, Rita Crosby was saying that uh, they should uh, have generals in the Russian army. Uh, you know, it should be publicized all over the world. They should be doing the same thing with the people in Albany. I would like to know who's going against that no bail. I know Andrea Cousins is the main uh, stockpile there, but I'd like to know who else on that legislator is, you know, does want to see the no bail getting rid of. Mm-hmm. She's one in uh, Speaker Carl Hasty in the right, and, and Latrice Walker is in the midst of right. a hunger strike on right. this on this issue. Right. So, I mean, unfortunately, it's not one or two. There's a whole a whole bunch of them. Yeah, I'd like to know who they are. Well, Karen, that that that's <laughs> that's a great call. I I thank you. Who do you want to go to next, Frank? Uh, what about uh, David and Pennsylvania? All right, David, you're chatting with Frank and Dominic. Good morning, gentlemen. How you doing? <laughs> Thanks for taking my call. Great. I just sort of cut. I just want to cut to the chase. You know, uh, with the frustration, Dominic, you bring up with uh, uh, Mayor Abs and the crime in New York. You know, I think all you're going to see from this mayor is just lip service. I mean, he gives a very compassionate speech in, in speaking about the tragedy, but with the dominating leftist Democrats controlling everything, that's all you're going to get. And I, I hate to say it, I hope it doesn't, it's not true, but I just think it's just going to see lip service from his administration mm-hmm. addressing the, the crime. Well, I, David, I, I, I hope that you're not correct, um, but, but, but we'll see. We thank, you, uh, we thank you for the call. Let's go to Virginia in the Bronx. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hello? Virginia going once, going twice. Okay, we're gone. Let's now go to uh, Sean in the Bronx. You're talking to Frank Morano and Dominic Carter. Hi, gentlemen. In 20 years with the NYPD, I can count the real racists I've worked with on one, maybe two hands. And Eric Racecourt Adams was one of them. Circa 1991, uh, we walked into District 1 Transit Police and found flyers in our mailboxes uh, alerting us to a fictitious white supremacist police organization called the Blue Order, encouraging us to shoot black cops. The FBI traced these flyers back to Eric Adams' brother's typewriter in Midtown North, and nothing was done about it. Hmm. I, I've, I've, heard, I've heard that story before, and I guess I, I thank you for the call, and I, I guess I have to uh, look into that. Frank, the, these are interesting times. To say the least, they, to say the least, at least it's an exciting time to be on the radio. Am I right? We can agree on that. Coming up right now, Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. And let's make sure I got this right. I'll be back tomorrow. Same time. What, what's the same bat, bat time? Same, same bat, bat time, station. Same bat station. Well, for a- us, it's same cat time. Same cat station. There we go. There we go. Have a great day, folks.